You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, in the AfterBuzz studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menunos and Bing.com, and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies, this is AfterBuzz TV's Anger Management After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424-256-1729. That's 424-256-1729. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Anger Management After Show. <laughs> We're always laughing in the beginning. Don't stop. It's a good thing. Hey, <laughs> hey AfterBuzzers. <laughs> Bing is for doing, and we are here doing another episode of Anger Management. This is Season 1, Episode 9, Charlie's Dad Visits. Big, big, big night. Big night. Big night. Um, I'm your host, Anna Koppel, here with me, my lovely co-host. I am Dua Casey. Welcome. Hi, I'm Lauren Leonelli. Hey, everybody. I'm Dario Kristen. And also in studio with us, we have a very special guest. We have Stephen Taylor. Who, hey, Stephen. He plays Wayne. And uh, as I understand it, you moved out here from Texas 12 years ago with your best friend, Kevin Alejandro. Is that yes. correct? Yes. Mm-hmm. And just have been living the dream ever since. Living the dream ever since. That's on, amazing. Yeah. Just uh, trying to, uh, you know. Not live on a floor. I guess. <laughs> that's that's a way to set some goals, right? Right. right? Hey, man, if you set them low, you can always get above them. Right? Yeah, those aspirations. Are. <laughs> so, uh, so Stephen's going to talk to us, give us his insight, and after we sort of discuss the episode, we'll talk all about Stephen. So. Excellent. Awesome. So, Martin Sheen. Shows up tonight. Hello, hello. That's a great intro. I just, that is. That I is. just not to make this about me, but that was my prediction. It was. You, did. you know what? I actually went back and I watched all of the that you predicted that season one. You predicted that Martin Sheen would be episode on the, one. Season season one, episode two. Actually, you okay. predicted that Martin Sheen would be on the show. Boom. So here Ba-bam. it is, nice. and it looks like he's going to be recurring. Thanks. I'm a genius. <laughs> I'm a genius. So let's get into that. Lauren, you want to start us off? I liked how the buildup was sort of like, oh, you know, I mean, we've heard out throughout the season that Charlie has this not very good relationship with his father and he's, you know, he's the strained relationship and he's really nervous about him coming and he opens the door and he just like hugs him. It was like such a nice way to just set him on in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And within the fr- within the first scene, Charlie gets that validation that he wanted so much. The words, and I'm proud of you. Yeah. Yeah. So that really sort of... It was something that he was looking for. Um, there's something really poignant. And I actually mentioned, um, I talked about a lot, a lot how art, life imitates art a lot in this series. It did with Denise Richards as well when they had her on as a guest star. But there was actually something that was said when Martin Sheen was on the couch with Jen, his ex-wife. And he looks at him and he goes, you took a bad situation and you made it work. And it was interesting because was he talking about the show or was he talking about his life? Oh. Because it kind of just moved in, you know... Just, you know. Do you think this is just cathartic for Charlie? I do, absolutely, in more ways than one. And I also find it interesting that his name is Martin on the show. 
When you ask right. if it's cathartic for Charlie, you mean Charlie the actor or Charlie the character? The Charlie question. the actor. Okay. Yeah, no, I, I just want to know. Well, I mean, we all also talk about how they all have the same names, basically, as they yeah. do in real life. So <laughs> it could be very cathartic to live out some of these real like life imitating art stories That's and true. on the show. Yeah. And, I, and everyone knows. I'm sorry to interrupt you. Everyone knows them and their their, sto- their lives are so public. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's not just like some other actors that you kind of know. But I mean, they're really in the public eye. It's sort of like, just don't ignore it. Let's mm-hmm. talk about it. You know, this yeah. is actually one of the episodes I think I related to the most just because of the fact that he did have Charlie on it. Because you see how whether it's on television or real life or imitating life, your parents, sometimes you have a different viewpoint on the way that you were raised mm-hmm. versus what they felt. Yeah. And Charlie clearly stated that throughout the show, the what his perception of what Martin's raising, you know, rules were and how Martin thought of it being one way and then Charlie thinking of it one way. And then in the end, you know, Charlie thinks he's crazy throughout the show because Martin comes and is like this transformed person. Yeah. And then in the end it's revealed that actually Charlie was right, but you know, Martin's just trying to change his life as he's getting older, which I think is yeah. realistic for probably a lot of parents yeah. and which kids. I think that's also very interesting seeing that Charlie realized that he wasn't crazy, but also seeing how manipulative his father can be mm-hmm. sets the tone for maybe how Charlie got into this. And maybe this is why he had anger pro- problems mm-hmm. growing up. And, you know, he was just trying to live up to his father, who's also just very he can play mind games, which Charlie can also do. So exactly. this is where he gets it from. You the know, manipulation. This, is, this is Papa Bear. But yeah. that's, that's also infuriating when, you know, you're right and you see the truth and somebody's telling you that it's the opposite of that, that. I, to feel like you're crazy all the time yeah. is infuriating. And, and of course, that's where anger comes from. Yes. So that would be a common reaction for sure. And yeah. he what? And he played the frustration and the anger really well, I thought. He, he did. was like, Arr! and when he let the anger come out in the scene with, I know we'll talk about Lacey too, but and he, I mean, he snapped. Yeah. Just thinking about his dad, his frustration was yeah. right on top the whole time. It Big was good. Trigger. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. He, he did that earlier with Ed uh, several episodes yes. ago. He snapped on him. Yeah. And he did say something tonight that you guys have been wanting for a couple of weeks. He told Charlie, Martin told Charlie that he should get back with Jen. And I know mm-hmm. that Dua and <laughs> LL over here were very happy about that. Lauren, Lauren practically. Oh, you, you wanted to? Okay. Yeah. Oh, but Lauren practically jumped out of her chair. I was wondering if it was a foreshadowing, and Lauren was like, I wish, I hope. I'm just saying. I just, when <laughs> you know, you know. <laughs> <laughs> They're right for each other. I <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I just see I just see all it's like they're right for each other. <laughs> Which is true. I mean it looks like they are, so Right. They do I mean and, and they even stated like they have a better relationship or Martin said you guys have a better relationship now. You seem happier now than you were when you're together, but maybe that's laying the foundation mm-hmm. for them to now be able to learn how to be with each other. Right. In more functional, happy kind of start from scratch. Yeah. Yeah. Right? And we'll see. We'll see. I know we will see. So this is sort of a side note, but did anybody notice that there were a lot of blue shirts? <laughs> I did not Anna, notice that. Until- Anna pointed that out. I wouldn't have noticed, yeah. but they really all were wearing blue. Like the entire. I know blue looks good on camera. Like they say, wear blue to auditions, and blue is a good color. But to have everybody wearing blue in the same scene seems like it's symbolism. Yeah. What do you think that meant, Anna? I'm not sure. I want to go Google it now and see if there's well, I, somebody's favorite color. I'm going to bing it. 
Yeah. Yeah. Bing search. Oh, that's Bing search <laughs> or call in if you think you know. Okay, call in right. and just say, hey, I think this is why. Yeah, that would be great if um, you guys would rate and comment on iTunes. Uh, you want to give a little comment about why you think the shirts are blue. I just want to thank everybody for rating and commenting. It's been awesome to... Uh, see our ratings just grow and grow and we appreciate that so keep doing it keep we like it. to read it, Do it. tell Do a it. friend <laughs> I have a theory as to why the shirts were blue they weren't blue the entire episode though just in the beginning well and there, it was intermittent there were stripes at the end, but they had blue stripes. But they, they were blue. They were blue. It was a touch of blue. What's yeah, your theory? Well, your I theory? thought. Well, I thought that blue maybe represented when Charlie was angry or when something was like, ups, like you know. And then towards the end, the resolution. Okay, what's up with Charlie wearing these gray shirts in bed with Kate? I'm sorry. That, you say, that, you, that was a nice safe way. I, yeah. I, was, I was really feeling your blue theory. I, was like, yeah. I get the well, blue I, theory, but um, I, we but did talk the, about this. The gray at the end, because he was wearing a gray shirt at the end, and when he was talking to Kate, and Kate isn't like a gorgeous negligee, and he's wearing a, it looks like a gray shirt. You even said, that's, wasn't you, Dua? Like, it, look what, what he's wearing. Look yeah, what she's wearing. Yeah, I think Charlie's still working on his abs. Yeah, but, that's yeah. what I think. <laughs> ah, okay. That's what I think. Yeah, she, she does. Uh, she you know. always looks pretty good and sexy. Like She's in a little little bra and underwear and like the negligee and he's just in a dumpy old t-shirt covered up yeah yeah he's he, he maybe he's not there yet because it, it would look weird if all of a sudden he's naked and and there's a little bit of cheddar there well, and then she's got a six-pack you know but right. they did show him in the shower last episode yeah right yeah but he was all lathered up and remember i said nice shaving cream because it was clearly like right. shaving cream all over but he was all lathered up he was lathered up so mm-hmm. he's probably looking a little schlubby and not feeling so great about himself and well, so well, but that's, that's right. that could be why. That's fine. That's yeah. my that's my theory on it. Hey, I would love him anyway. I think next to her, I mean, yeah. I'd wear a gray shirt too. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I, I'd wear a jacket if I could. Next to, <laughs> she to her. looks good. I ridiculous. stand by that. She looks. She's good, like right? a ten month old, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. she's forty. She's ridiculous. Yeah. She, she looks gorgeous. Good. I know. Gorgeous. I agree, Stephen. Thank you. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, I, I'm sorry. I know that was, it was just, just slightly off topic, but going with yeah, the gray in bed, it was. Well, I don't know why they did that for a loop. So Charlie tried to help Lacey. Yeah, yeah. With her road rage, yeah. <laughs> that kind of backfired. It was, it, was un- yeah. <laughs> it was untimely, right? Because he had his own issues, sort of at the surface. Yeah. Comments? Yeah. Anybody? Um, well, dying here. I, I thought it was funny, personally, because of the fact that he, you know, he's trying to help her out with all these issues. And then it comes to find out, which we didn't know, that he was the one who's so crazy and neurotic in the car. Mm-hmm. And then, then the fact later on that he was so neurotic that, you know, he didn't. He ended up not being the person who was her her her, pers- her side her, person in the car yeah, well, and it became Ed and then Ed leaves her. This yeah. is this is interesting yeah. to me because I feel like maybe he it doesn't have road rage but what was really bothering him at heart was this issue with his dad and it manifested itself in road rage. Oh, absolutely. However, with all the other characters and this is why we can talk about Charlie forever because we get we're emotionally attached to him. He's the main character. He always has a main story in the show. So, of mm-hmm. course, we all the viewers like him and know him and feel like we are connected, but Lacey and the other kids in the in the group, the therapy group and even like the prisoners and stuff, we don't have a, that insight on where the anger is coming from and then how it's manifesting mm-hmm. itself. So right. we just know that Lacey's has road rage, but what is it that really makes her angry? Like we know what makes Charlie angry and how it comes out. Yeah. So that's interesting to me, but how we still don't really know, do we? So we feel like you feel like that's missing from yeah, and you want that. Yeah. I mean, we kind of know that Patrick has an issue with his mom and Ed's got the like 
post-traumatic stress syndrome. I feel like with Nolan and Lacey, we don't really know. Lacey right. just seems like an angry little rich spoiled like brat. Like maybe, yeah, but it's hard to connect to that. Like it doesn't feel like agreed. I, you know I, what I'm I mean? not connecting to her yeah. at all. But I think tonight was the the writer's way of having us get more connected to her and reveal because in the last several weeks she hasn't really been the pr- predominant storyline outside of the a couple weeks ago when it was with Nolan. Mm-hmm. Um, but she has not really been the focus mm-hmm. as far as outside of a couple lines here and there. So it was nice to sort of see her character develop more and we got to see a little bit more insight on who she was. I agree. Mm-hmm. We still haven't covered all the ground of what her anger issues are, but we know that she, we clearly know she's and angry. And I thought she was really funny. I'm not saying, yeah. I liked watching her. Everything she did was great and funny, and I always think she's funny, but I'm just saying I don't know, I don't know where her anger comes from, but she was hilarious. Yeah. yeah. They tend to do characters one week at a time, though. Yeah. And yeah. I think it would... Not, not to compare shows, but I'm going to compare shows. What made what made what <laughs> not made, to do it, but I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Um, what made Friends, and I think Friends is probably the best uh, comedy sitcom ever. I agree. Uh, mm-hmm. They talked about every character in in every episode. There was always like an ABC story, so that made the show great. And I think if every character was involved in every episode. It would really build the show and give it more. I agree to that. that. But the the thing is, that show was an ensemble cast. This show is not an ensemble cast. I feel like this show, Charlie, is very clearly the star. And I feel like with what happened with Lacey today, it wasn't actually about Lacey at all. I don't feel like, I disagree with you, Dora. I don't feel like I got to know Lacey at all. I felt like Lacey's issue was just a catalyst for you to get Charlie's trigger in the car. That's true. That's, I mean, that's, that's. But all those characters, I think, like structurally, that's sort of what they do in in this sort of a uh, writing structure they push along the main character when it's not an ensemble cast they Correct. don't have to in, like intertwine mm-hmm. but they're all there to help the arc of the main character i think yeah mm-hmm. I, I i agree yeah yeah it looks like it looks like that's kind of what they're doing with the um you know when you show patrick and and ed and the, and the one where he gets upset about his neighbors and things like that like it shows it seems like they're moving on to doing you know uh scenes with those people to push along stories you know with with charlie uh like uh, the the daughter who's in the room reading the book and it kind of pushed along you know him and and uh, his ex-wife and stuff like that it just seems like they're they're really kind of pushing it along but it it seems it, what's interesting, really quickly, in the car, when Charlie and Lacey were in there, it seems like when one's really angry, the other one's really calm. That's true. And then right. when Lacey's really angry, Ed's really calm. Yeah, good and it seemed like you could see the two, like maybe it's sort of like a, what Charlie was trying to do is get two people together because at least it helps one to calm the other down. Yeah. Right. right. You know, mm-hmm. kind of go back and Play forth. Off. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Well That's done. a good observation. That definitely is true. Okay. Somebody's always much more angry than the mm-hmm. other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Somebody has to play that role of like, hold on. Yeah, because otherwise it would be just chaos. Yelling at each chaotic. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Good point. See, we're happy you're here, Stephen. Yeah, to answer go. those questions. <laughs> All right. Actors, actors inside <laughs> everyone. Does Wayne have a backstory? Um, apparently, I've killed a lot of people. <laughs> I don't think there's going to be me in a car anytime soon, unless, right. I, unless I break out and run. Um, I, I, I mean, a, a lot of it is just I made a lot of poor choices. Um, sure. You know, killing my Real best good. friend and and his girlfriend who was my girlfriend at the time yikes so um that's pretty much it just a lot of killing a lot of killing yeah yeah that's rough it really is yeah (laughs) there's there's, there's no blue in the in the episodes where i'm in (laughs) just all orange just all orange (laughs) 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 i'm wearing blue there's a problem the, the, the orange and then the pink prison chairs aren't they pink 
Um, Did we not talk about that one? The time? pink walls. Oh, the pink oh, walls. The pink walls. Yes, that's something. I knew. Yeah, that, that was something. I think when we all walked in, we were like, "And it's pink." What? <laughs> yeah. I guess pink is calming. He's trying to calm us down. I guess. Yeah. Cheery I'm not sure. and bright. Yeah. yeah. Is pink a calming color? Is that considered a calming color? I, I would say so. More more so than is that a pri- is that a normal prison color? Call in and tell us. Yeah. <laughs> Never been in. Are you watching know? in prison? Do you have access to a computer? <laughs> <laughs> we'll take prison fans. You know, know. we're open hey. to that. <laughs> Why not? Why not? Hey, Why not? hey. Um, <laughs> anyway, so speaking of inappropriate relationships, I'm working on segues, guys. I'm I working like on this. segues. That was yeah. nice. That was so, good. Uh, so Charlie and Kate seem to be, uh, their relationship seems to be evolving. That was a great segue. That was. <laughs> thanks. Thanks, guys. Applause. <laughs> thanks. Very good. Uh, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so their relationship seems to be evolving. Yeah. And... Do I? I think you pointed out that. It, well, it was, yeah, because towards the beginning, towards the beginning of the season, it was just like they were there to have sex with each other. And then when I was watching this, uh, there were two scenes where they were together, um, the beginning and at the end. And it almost seemed more like a real a relationship because he was getting his shoulders massaged and he was actually talking about his father in both scenes about number first the first scene how his father was really upsetting him and the second scene like everything about his father is like this isn't somebody that you're just fooling around with on on a Friday and Saturday night like this is somebody that you're developing a relationship with and even though there's certain parameters it's like I definitely think that it's becoming um, something big I think that that will have to be addressed at some point definitely and there He's talked about his father issues before, mm-hmm. and uh, there was a time when it was two or three episodes ago where she was talking about, or he was talking about his father, and she was like, press this button three times. And he was still trying to talk about his issues, and, you know, she was in sex mode. In sex mode, yeah. and <laughs> in enjoying herself. And. <laughs> <laughs> And, you know, PC. and uh, she was like, I can multitask. And and then she was like, oh, OK, I can't multitask. And he kind of said, do I even have to be here for this? So it was very sexual and business. Yeah. And and so now, yeah, there's definitely it's becoming a little bit deeper. Yeah. And that's going to get complicated. Of course. See, Always I'm, I'm, does. I'm well, going to disagree with you guys. I'm going to say that the relationship is what it is and they both know what it is and they both know it's sex. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that there's going to be a lot more of attachment to it. Well, I felt like there was always like when when he was talking, first of all, from the beginning, I thought that this was a bad idea to have your therapist be the person that you're sleeping with. I mean, dude. But they're um, not <laughs> therapists to each other anymore. Yes, they are. He, yeah, said, well, he sat down with his dad. Yeah, and I feel yeah. like he goes in when he needs to. Is it like a regular thing? Yeah, I think that oh, he okay. sees her okay. on the regular. Okay. And that's why it's like he's he's seeing her. And so if, this, if that conversation that he was having with his dad was on the couch and not on the bed with her massaging his shoulders, that would be different. But I feel like the two worlds are kind of like... So she's... His therapist they're best friends and they're sex buddies it doesn't work it's it wouldn't too work complicated in, it wouldn't work in real life one no. of those things would be a problem but i i don't i i don't know i mean i kind of agree with you like i, I don't think it's going to be a problem and they could turn it into a problem right. if they wanted to but they could also not pay any attention to it and they sort of established why that might be a problem when in the first like episode or two like oh she was like we can't do this because i'm your therapist and he kind of didn't care and then they sort of just blew it over but if if the board of psychology found out about Kate doing this, I, she definitely would lose her license. There's, so, just, yeah. there's just no way that that's appropriate. I don't know. I just don't think it's that big of a deal. 
Now, what I'm not I saying was... I've ever slept with my therapist, but I'm just saying <laughs> it was therapeutic, you know? Yeah. Now, I will say we talked about this, too, a little bit, is mm-hmm. that you guys have said that you you haven't necessarily loved that character for Selma. Whoa, 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 whoa. Wait a minute. You weren't here last episode, were you? No, I crossed not... over. She did cross over to my, crossed... my side. Now, let me she explain did. something to you. I know. Let me explain something to you. So there has been a very, very definite... Um, we love Kate, we hate Kate camp. There are two separate mm-hmm. camps here. Me and Anna were strictly on the we hate Kate camp, mm-hmm. and they were on the we love Kate camp. Yeah. Um, I crossed over, and the reason that I crossed over was because last episode, she, was, she wasn't really in the episode, and I missed her. So even though I don't like her as a, as a character, I like I feel like she is necessary to the show, and it's not really my job to like her or dislike her, but I feel like she is essential for the show. I'm a lone wolf. You're a lone wolf. Wow. And, <laughs> and to add to that, they gave her more tonight, as we were talking about, because mm-hmm. she was the therapist for Charlie and his dad. So we saw a different side of her that was beyond just the sexual side, even yeah. though she gave us sex at the end. But we get a little bit more of, oh, that's right. She is a, his therapist. or mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. So we saw that again tonight versus just being the sexual object. Or monster that she is, and on I the think show. she is able to monster. Hey, I, li- I like her being the sex monster. Trust me. Hey, a guy that's does why, it, and it's okay. And no, I'm saying that's why I'm like Team Kate. I'm, I am too. I like her. That's right, but I think that she is still the reason why I don't feel like it's going to be a problem is because I feel like she is able to separate it. Like she sat in the room and had a very professional therapy session with them. It's not like she's not being like the typical woman that's like, oh, but my emotions are getting involved and I'm confused and I'm your therapist. Like, she's just like, whatever. It's fine. So if she can compartmentalize like she's doing, I think it totally works. Yeah. It's, but it's not realistic. It's just not. It's not realistic. Yeah, I, I can agree. that. I mean, just trying to have <laughs> friends with benefits is a hard thing to so all of those other things getting in the way could definitely complicate it. But yeah, I mean, I mean, but it's also a TV show. It's there's also re- things about uh, the TV show that are not real. I mean, a lot of people would look at the his relationship with Jen and say that's not realistic. But my parents have a relationship like that, and they're not together. Yeah. So maybe not common, but it happens. Steve, you look like you were going to say something on no, it. No, I just, uh, um, I mean, do you do you not like Kate because you want him to get back with? His ex-wife, and so you're like, no, she's she's a terrible therapist. Yeah, well, yes, she's, of course. She's a terrible she's person. sleeping with her patient, right? Which we've established is not good. Right. She has a general unlikability. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She's very antagonistic, and she doesn't really like the daughter. We've talked about that before. Yeah. Um, no, they don't which seem to a, interact, which which is a huge problem. Yeah, right. Yeah, and I think if she really cared for Charlie, like she claims to, that she would care about the daughter. Mm-hmm. She just doesn't care at all, and that doesn't seem realistic for a therapist. A therapist should be compassionate. No, she's not. Them all. I don't know if all of them are. Yeah, I'm gonna say I'm gonna go with you on that one. I don't know if so, they all are. So, and that's fine. But that I don't like that in a therapist. Yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's so I don't like her. I don't like her. <laughs> I think she's one great. fourth of the team now. We're down to one fourth of the team. We have one more episode to get Anna. On our on side, side. Yeah. Uh, we slowly pulled you over. Slowly. So um, I think I'm done discussing the episode. I'd love to start talking to Stephen. If yeah. anybody has anything else to say on the episode, then I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm anxious to start talking to. Stephen. I want to talk to Stephen too. Yeah, Stephen's the man. Let's, let's make it all So Stephen, yes, you came out here. Yes, twelve years ago. Twelve years ago. Mm-hmm. Tell us about Canoga Park. Oh. <laughs> 
<laughs> so um, my buddy and I moved out here, and we're from a small town. We lived in Austin, Texas, went to college at UT, and then we decided to move to L.A. Our friend was like, we got a couch for a couple of weeks, and we we're like, great. So we drove all night long. I've never really been out of Texas, uh, maybe to like uh, you know Louisiana once or twice, and drove all the way out here. And middle of the night, we're exhausted. Nineteen hour drive. There's palm trees. We're like, oh my god, we, we've got to be like a block from the beach. This has <laughs> got to be gorgeous. I mean, you could smell the ocean. This is amazing. And the next morning, we woke up and we were in Canoga Park <laughs> on Sherman Not Way. Even close. And we like we walk out and we go. Where's the beach? And everyone's just kind of, I mean, literally in swimming trunks. Where, where's the beach? And they were like, oh, you have to drive there. It's quite oh. a distance. So we're like, oh, that's great. And then that first night, you know, the helicopters and the, the whatnots in yeah. Canoga Park. It was quite, uh, it was quite interesting. Did nice. They- what about the helicopters? There was a uh, <laughs> there was a high speed chase that night that went right in front of our uh, apartment complex. Oh my god! Yeah. Now, now were there coyotes? Because I know you're a coyote hunter. <gasps> oh, geez. you, you took my, my question. No, no, I saw that. I'm sorry. What I'm sorry, is that? Elf. We have to I'm sorry, ask Lauren, that. But I, I saw that, I, and I was like, I got to bring it up. It's it. Oh my god, this is embarrassing. Please explain. I'm gonna make a lot of people upset with this. Um, <laughs> In West Texas, when there's a lot of cattle farmers, there's a lot of coyotes that run around. And yes, I say coyotes, not coyotes. I love that. I, like I like that. just say coyotes. I like um, and uh, you have to get rid of them in order to so that they don't kill the cattle yeah. or you know sure. kill livestock or mm-hmm. stuff. So I did that once or twice to. Uh, to help out uh, farmers nearby. And wow, my. Hey. I'm yeah. totally on your team. You're helping my, the environment. My dog was completely attacked by a pack of coyotes and mm-hmm. survived. And so you're my hero right it's, now. Yeah. It's, I got to tell you, we lost many animals to It's a coyotes. huge problem it's, in Colorado, yeah. too. Yeah. We would, like, cats and everything. Yeah, they, they're, can, they're vicious. They are. They're I'm on your, very on your side on that one. It's, it's not one of those things that, I mean, I wasn't obviously uh, killing for sports. I right. just right. grabbed a gun yeah. and went out and just, but it was it was just protecting the, you know, livestock. That well, did you like, yeah. we're going to get calls from PETA, you guys. But yeah. Sorry, sorry yeah. PETA. <laughs> we love everybody still. They were all injured before I got there. Did you, like, run around with, like, a, Bow and arrow, or like a with steak, or like with okay, it's, it's like Hunger Games. With no, um, and every time a coyote dies, you hear a gong in the back. You, you do, and his, and his picture goes up. Um, no, it was it was very it's 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 a strategic thing. You yeah. have to you know you have to learn how like what they what they follow and and things. It's like you build a campfire and you you sit a hundred feet away and. You know, wait. You have to the, think like a coyote. Oh my! Well, yeah, because they don't. They don't. They don't. This is this is so this wrong. Is, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you just you just you just can't. I mean, you have to kind of figure out what they do in order to yeah. get rid of them. And it's not yeah. like you go out and just slaughter fifty coyotes. I mean, you 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 only have to take care of one, and they all yeah. pretty much yeah. leave the territory. Yeah. yeah. Well, they they do that. They're they're tricky too because they'll like call. They'll call the their others. Yeah, yeah they're, I've actually they witnessed it. Yeah. They, yes, they're 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 uh, um what are they called sirens? Yeah, yeah. sirens of the hills. Yeah. Wow. That could be a well, new movie, Sirens, Sirens of the, the Hills. Hills. Let's let's get on to a happier topic. <laughs> yes, so, please. So, Stephen, um, I IMDb'd you, and you have just like this laundry list of parts, and small parts and big parts, mm-hmm. and what do you enjoy more? Do you want to talk about? I really dig the small parts. I love I love getting into uh, like a, where there's a, a scene that you know there's there's actors that have been there for a really long time or, or main main people of movies, and then just interject a line or two that makes them laugh. Yeah, you yeah. know, it's like most of the stuff that I do is comedy, even in like really serious movies like uh, Waterfall and uh, Transformers. It's kind of a serious action movies and things like that and I just kind of come in there and shovel in horse poop or you know I do something that's funny and I, yeah. I love doing those little tiny 
it's minimal you know uh i'm not gonna say minimal effort because i love to put the effort into acting but it's minimal you jump in yeah. you say a line or two the comic relief that like yeah. hits yeah. the spot and if it and and i've been lucky it's all been really good writing so yeah. it's not like i have mm-hmm. to do anything i just go in and say the line you know? exactly like, you, you just, have been lucky you have a lot of great stuff oh thank you yeah it's it's i've got a lot of directors have taken a lot of chances with me and i really appreciate that they brought me on and i love to just go in and do the little parts and and just 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 be like you know be in the movie theater like here here it comes here it comes yeah, yeah. wait for and it there it boom was. Yeah. Oh, you, you coughed now we have to rent out oh, DVD you, know? <laughs> you, like? you do you have a lot of movie credits you have a lot of TV credits too mm-hmm. that's very different process obviously what do you like I mean they're like as we said different but what do you like better do you have a preference um I love I love half hour comedy and it's odd because this anger management is my first. I haven't done any really? half hour comedy That's before right. this. That's right. You have all, drama. All drama. All, drama. all one hour, all this stuff. Yeah. I've always been comic release on most of them, or a killer. Right. Um, <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. And, uh, um, Typecasting? Yeah. yeah, why is that? <laughs> you didn't Zakaia. ask me um, if we'll there were paint prison now, walls. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, I, enjoy, I really enjoy half hour because it's quick, it's fun. And everyone's having a good time. I mean, I don't know how it is on multiple sets, but at least this one, it was you you come in, you say a line, people are laughing. You try not to laugh in the middle of the scene. That's it's the best. Just, yeah. It's really great because you, you get that energy with someone like Darius who sits across from me in the scenes and I'll say something funny or he'll say something funny. We can't look at each other. We'll have to look right past each other because <laughs> I just, I can't look at him because I'll start laughing. Yeah. And I started doing that with Charlie. It's like I you have to look say. past, like I can't look at him because I'm going to start so laughing. So Charlie gets in on that. Oh, he does. He, I mean, he doesn't, he doesn't necessarily break character a lot but he you can see him when he's looking at you and thinking it's funny and he'll laugh after the he'll laugh <laughs> after the take so if you do a second take you're like I know he thinks this is funny and I hope he doesn't laugh or make a face <laughs> at me or something and he's so funny and, and just yeah. looking at him yeah. right. everyone else is too they make a face and you just crack you, up you're so. done yeah do you yeah. get to improv a little um, I mean you don't you know. Not really. I mean, it, I I don't. I, the first couple episodes, I was so terrified because, like I said, I hadn't done a, a half hour before, so I just stuck to the script specifically. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, uh, I think you know you get to kind of play a lot with your reactions and your movements and things like that. That is like improving in the scene. Yes. You know, like a lot of the uh, the pauses you give and things like that. I think that that's the improv I think is the the best because the lines are there for you and it's written really well so you just kind of improv everything else yeah. and say the lines I think it's that makes it your own yeah 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 I like that so coming from True Blood where you were prisoner Jimmy <sighs> to so prisoner prisoner Wayne did that help you prepare like playing prisoner <laughs> Jimmy to prisoner Wayne it kind of did two two different uh, <laughs> two prisons, different worlds two different worlds yeah. Um, but sort of. uh, yeah, it was uh, the completely opposite, and it was like the the True Blood scene was just out, off the wall. I yeah. mean, it's so out there yeah. to be hanging from a meat hook, yeah. to about to be killed by vampires. It's really to be sitting in an orange jumpsuit in a pink room with Charlie. It's quite a different thing. But it did, it did, it, like I said, it's a comedy thing. I say yeah. something funny on the True Blood thing, it makes everyone laugh, and then it's like, okay, I'm done. Get me down from the hook. You know, it's like, I don't need to keep going because uh, I ramble, apparently. So. so, how does anger management differ from everything else you've done? Um, it's the vibe on it is so light. Everyone there is so proud of what they're doing. I feel like, you know, talking, uh, you talk about Martin coming on the show. I feel like Charlie, even Charlie in real life, is like, 
this is the show that I'm doing. Like, this is, I, I want, he wants to show him around and what's going on. You know, you can kind of tell, like, this is, this is the show that I've done. I'm proud of it. Be a part of it. And everyone else on the show is so proud of what they're doing. All, just every single person there was like, yeah, you know, this is, this is so great. And you're so great out there. And, oh, this is so great. The crafty is so good. And, oh, the trailer is so clean. And, like, and, like, everyone's just, like, so happy to be there. That's and, great. you know, I've been on shows before where it's been a long time. And they've been on, they've been on air for God knows how many seasons ten, and yeah. 10, 12 seasons. And not that everyone is bitter, but they're just like, I've done this. So they have a routine. They kind of get mundane. into it. These guys are just so excited. So it's like when you get there, the energy is immediately. What was your first table read like? Oh, goodness. Well, <laughs> I, uh, my wife was pregnant. She was nine months pregnant. And uh, I got the show and we were really excited. And uh, she was due on Tuesday. And Wednesday morning, they were having a table read. Oh, man. And uh, she hadn't gone into labor yet. And then Wednesday morning, she kind of started feeling a little bit. And I was like, I'm, I'm first kid. I'm super nervous. And she, I was like, I don't have to go to this table read. I really don't have to go to it. She was like, no, 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 go, go, go. You'll, you'll hate yourself. This is not real labor. And I was like, okay. So the whole way there, I'm calling her and texting her. And then I get to the show and I'm walking in. I'm already nervous because there's 60 people there, you know, yeah. and, and, and Charlie Sheen and all these other people. I'm like, oh, my God. And I, I, I walk The producer comes up and he's like, hey, how you doing? And uh, I was like, hey, you know, um, sorry, I'm, I, I, my phone's going to be on. My wife might be in labor. So if you see me get up and leave, I'll say bye. And then he goes, like, don't say bye. Just go. <laughs> so the whole time I have my phone like right here. And everyone, I guess, thought I was kind of rude. You could see everyone's putting yeah. their phone up and turn it off. And I'm like. <laughs> yeah. Huh? And oh, it's my line. Oh, that's my line. I killed him. I killed him both. I think she's in labor. No, but and and it ended up she wasn't in labor that morning, but that night uh, she went into labor. Oh and, wow! Uh, in the morning, so we had, and I guess twelve hours later, twenty four hours later, exactly from the table read, I had wow. a son. So, so you congratulations! Were able to make it. I was able to make it. I was there the whole time. I drove her to the hospital and everything. So. Oh, nice! Aww. Yeah, so. It was and that'll beautiful. be a great story for your kid one day. It will. Yeah. It will. You, and he, uh, he's five months today. Is that right? five months today. Congratulations. Thank you Congrats. so much. Yeah. yeah. That's great. Oh, oh nice. Yeah. <laughs> Even you get some applause. I like it. <laughs> so you work with, uh, obviously, legendary actors like Martin Sheen. Who are mm-hmm. some of the people that inspired you uh, to become an actor? Um, wow. I got to tell you, you know, growing up, I, I didn't watch much television. Uh, my parents are huge Star Trek fans. Oh, cool. So I watched a lot of Star Trek. <laughs> a lot of Star Trek. I know the next generation like the back of my hand. Um, but I think watching those shows, and I did a lot of plays. You know, oh, I really got yeah. into theater in high school, and my high school teacher really kind of pushed that. And I feel like I, before I came out to L.A., I didn't really have celebrities that were my you know icons. It was more of like the people that I saw around me that were following every dream that they wanted to do. People oh. Who, cool. People who left, you know, high school went on to be lawyers. I mean, I'm from a small town. And these people are lawyers in New York, and I was like, oh, I've got to follow my dream, you know. Yeah. yeah. And plus, acting seemed easy at the time. It's not. <laughs> it's, 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 uh, but it's just I. I. And then once I got out here, I mean, there's a lot of people like, uh, um, you know, Ben Foster is a huge. Um, I like him. I love fan him. Of him. Yeah. That's great. Um, uh, Ryan uh, Gosling. I'm yeah. a huge Amazing. fan of Ryan Gosling. And uh, he's out of his abs. He's ugly. Is, uh, right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But he took his shirt off of that movie. I went. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Can you see those? Yeah. <laughs> May I touch them? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't say that, but well, I would. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's people like that. Steve Buscemi. A lot of people. Oh, like, Steve's great. Uh, yeah. yeah. Just great just, character actor yeah. as you are. Love character. Thank you. Yeah. I love character actors and people who come in with the weirdest little stuff. 
Bill Murray, <laughs> things like that. Yeah. yeah. Come up with these weird things that you wouldn't expect. And I always think, what do they do in the audition? Like, not that they They're have to audition them. now, but yeah. if they come in and, like, you know. How are they prepared? What yeah. set them apart yeah. from everybody? You right. Know? It's like Giovanni Ribisi plays a lot of the same characters. And I'm wondering, his first audition, was he that weird? Yeah. I bet, he was. Yeah, yeah. I bet he was. Sure. He I, had he had this, he was on The Negotiator. He had this little kind of small bit role on The mm-hmm. Negotiator. And he was so, like, he kind of just stole every scene that he mm-hmm. was in. And it is. What is it in that? What, it, what is it in that read that just gets them? Yeah, it just sets them apart. Well, so. I, I think it's like, what about you as Stephen comes out in every character, although they can be on all ends of the spectrum? There's something about you that comes out in every character you play, and people like watching that. But mm-hmm. what do you know? Can you identify that? You know, I really don't. I feel like a lot of the characters up to Wayne were very uh, skittish and nervous. And are you skittish and nervous? I, yes. See, I mean, I, I I'm from a very calm family. My dad, the Wayne on the show, is my dad. I mean, his persona and the way he just sits there and answers everything real calm. That's how my dad is. Right. Of course, you can't understand my dad because his accent's really thick. Yeah. But it's it's that very calm. So I kind of went a different direction with him. But everyone else is very like you know yeah um oh you know weirdly you know nervous yeah. as I am. Can anyway. can we hear an impression of your father? Oh goodness. Um. Well, yes. <laughs> I love you, Dad. Um, <laughs> no pressure. No pressure. <laughs> now, you sit down and he talk to you like this. And you really can't understand him because he doesn't move his lips. <laughs> he's like, son, let me tell you a little bit about your mom. Like, <laughs> and my friends didn't understand him for a, very, for a really long time, but he's very smart. So the, he may have a really thick accent, but everything he says is very poignant and very mm, I love that. intelligent. Yeah. I love and he that. reads consumer reports, and he's a, he's a techie. Oh, you know, he's like, he's like wow. very... He knows what's going on. He he's does. Here. And it's weird, because he talks like this, and he'd be like, son, that computer, you got four gigabytes and that thing. I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> oh my god, I want to meet him. Now, does him. he watch yeah. your episodes and then comments back to you, like, sends you, leaves you messages or no, comments? No, he, he doesn't, because until now, because he'll see this, that I, he didn't know that I based it on him, like his his <laughs> calmness. And when, awesome. I went, when I went to the audition, that was the only thing that I had. I was like, I'm just going to be my dad. I talked to him on the phone like an hour ago, so I was just like, all right. How about so I just that? go in there and I kind of did that, and I was like, wow, that kind of worked. We <laughs> that's so, amazing. We need your dad in here for an interview. You'd <laughs> oh, love him. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> well, what's your dad's the name? Next time. His name is Pete. Hey, Pete. Pete. Hey, Pete. What's up, Pete? Pete. We love you. <laughs> Please come in for an interview the next Pete. time you're in L.A. So. He'll, he'll probably do it. He'll talk the whole time. I would love it. So <laughs> just, yeah. just give him a mic and a camera. We'll keep in touch. There you go. We'll we get Pete that. in here. <laughs> um, so I understand you have, you're working on a comic book. Is that? I am. It's my first uh first comic book i kind of got into the world when i was a kid and then got away from it for a really long time and now i really got caught up i did a web series and went to a comic book convention to do a panel and just i was blown away i didn't want to leave i was just walking around like these people are so talented and the writing and the the artist and and so i just i kind of came up with a web series that i wanted to do and people told me I should do a comic book to kind of be a prequel to it. So it's about me and a guy and uh, like we're partners and uh, like special ops type partners and it's about superheroes and how they're real in the world and we're but we're like black ops people trying to go and do our normal stuff but we run into these superheroes. I don't want to give too much away because it's not out. But uh, the, the guy, uh, it's my, me and my buddy, and the whole comedy is him and I in real life are like that. We joke around and we have these weird little, you know, comedy moments and so I, and the comic book is basically about us 
trying to survive this world of, of superheroes. And oh, it's cool. turned into Very a web cool. series. Great idea. Stuff Very like cool. that. So, so just to clarify, I'm sorry. So it is a comic book now. It will be a web series? It's, or? Be, yeah, it's a comic book now. It's being uh, it's being written and, and published now as a comic book. And then we're, we're going to do four issues of the comic book. And then it's going to be a web series. Interesting. Starting from when the comic book ends. So that when? prequel story is written in the comic book. And mm-hmm. the series starts after the yes. last story. This theory started. We get we get recruited by a an agency, and the end the whole pre the whole first four issues are talking about us leading up to that point and oh. why we'd be recruited, and then we get the end of the first uh, the fourth episode is when we get recruited. I love and then that. it starts with us sitting in the recruitment. Office. Oh, that's, that's great. Cool. When that's great. will this be available? Uh, well, the the comic book hopefully by the end of the year, the first issue, and then the web series we're going to try to shoot at the beginning of next year. We're going to take a week and shoot out. As much as we can, because wow. Kevin, my my friend Kevin, is a producer on it, and he's in. New Isn't York. that the guy that you moved out here with? Yes, yeah. So awesome. you're doing this with the guy that you moved out here We're with? We're still best friends. That's, uh, that's a great story. I talk, I'm his. Uh, he's awesome. the godfather of my son. I'm the godfather Aww. of his. He's oh, like, that's great. We're, we're best friends. That's still, a great so. story. That's a good one. Yeah. Where can we find your comic book and your web series? Uh, you uh, you will find it on uh, thekeepers.tv. Right now, it's nothing's up there now, and the comic book will. I mean, it'll be released. It'll be tweeted out. Mad tweet on figuring out. I'm just getting in a tweet. I don't know if mad tweet is cool, but mad awesome. tweet it works. Out. Oh, right? that's awesome. So it'll be out by the end of the year. So great. And Steve. what is your what is your Twitter if people want to follow you? Uh, S Monroe Taylor oh. at S Monroe Taylor. Awesome, Stephen. Okay. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. It was really a pleasure. Thank you for having you me. You were delightful. Yes, yeah, yeah. so much fun. Thank let's you. um let's do some quick news and gossip and actually ooh. after Buzz TV news. Well, I just have. I, it's just going to be really quick, guys. Really, really quick. Um, <laughs> I just from the beginning. <laughs> This is all I have to say. From the beginning, I knew this was going to happen. Charlie Sheen is back on Twitter. Yay! And do you remember when he was on that uh, when he was on Jay Leno and he said that he quit his Twitter account and yeah. Jay Leno asked him about it and you know what his response was? Well, I have thirty days to reinstate it. That's what he said. Right. Thirty days to the day he reinstated nice. it. So I just think it was a big marketing. He couldn't let go. I knew he would be back. He wouldn't. And then nice. uh, Noreen DeWolf, who also plays uh, Lacey, uh, I believe she's having her uh, first year wedding anniversary. Soon, September third, last year, two thousand eleven, she got married to Buffalo Sabres goaltender Ryan Miller. So, congratulations! congratulations. Congrats to them. That's exciting. Um, yeah, that was pretty much it. I was just I wanted to spend time with Stephen. So Absolutely. That's why. Well, fantastic. <laughs> Let's do some quick predictions. Stephen, would you like to uh, predict what might happen? I don't know. <laughs> I'm going to listen to you guys. All first. right, <laughs> jump in if you want. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well. Um, I am going to predict, and we all sort of talked about it, so it might not be like a crazy prediction, but that I think Martin Sheen's going to have a reoccurring story character in the that's sign language for reoccurring role um, in the in the series. And if they get continue, you know, they get up that ninety. What was it? A ninety episode? They're not going to make an announcement until the last episode. But every, I'm pretty sure it's going to happen. I yes. think we're going to see a lot more of him. Is mm-hmm. my prediction. I agree. Daryl? I'm going to say that Kate and Charlie are going to have a big argument that's going to separate their relationship for a while. Ooh, that's interesting. That's what I say. Interesting. Interesting. 
Um, I predict that uh, Emilio Estevez is going to hop on the bandwagon <laughs> and come in, and they're just going to have the whole family on the show, and All it's right. going to be it's going to be like it's a family the, affair. Yeah, um, I'm with uh, I'm with the two of you. I I think Martin Sheen is here to stay, and I think that the relationship with Lacey is go- I'm sorry with Kate is uh, going to get more complicated. Any any predictions? I feel like uh, Kate and Jen are going to be friends. Oh, oh that's, that's a good one. I think We've never gonna, thought about it. I think one. they're going to end up kind of being friends, and then maybe even an episode of having those two be like sleep together. Char- no, no, no. Oh. <laughs> no. <laughs> Whoa. And then that comes on after no. season two. Char- Charlie being like, "Why are they together?" Like, yeah, you know, yeah. Get that yeah. Whole, yeah, that yeah. whole nervous. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. And cool. That's he, a good prediction. That yeah. is good. Well, Stephen, thanks again for joining us. Thank you. And thank you, After Buzzers, for joining us. Where can we find everybody? You can find me on Twitter at Lauren Leonelli and on Facebook under Lauren Leonelli. And also, you can follow me on Instagram under the same name. You can find me at Dario Kristen on Twitter, also under the same name on Facebook. I'm Dua Casey. You can follow me on Twitter, D U A K A I S S I, or on Facebook. Uh, at S. Monroe Taylor or Facebook Stephen Taylor. Fantastic. And I'm on a couple. You can follow me at Copple for Mayor, K-O-P-P-E-L-F-O-R-M-A-Y-O-R. Uh, you can also find me here on Tuesday nights, 8 p.m., buzzing about the Real Housewives of New York. And don't forget to follow Stephen's comic book at thekeepers.tv. That should be out... Beginning of the year, end of this year. Beginning of the year, end of this year. So thanks again. Have a lovely evening, guys. <laughs> From Bing.com, <laughs> executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.